Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Did you know that the average walking speed is three to four miles an hour? Now, statistics for whoever looks up these sort of things have found that men do walk slower than women. Or maybe it's just women walk faster than men. Laura's not here this morning. She's doing okay. Rowan's not feeling too good, so my wife, who just had surgery three and a half weeks ago, is home. Two weeks from the day of surgery, she walked five and a half miles. Shame, shame. I got on her case. Her mom got on her case. This past Tuesday, I had the doctor get on her case. (laughs) She's doing well, recovering fine. But sometimes we just need to go slow. But not too slow. The writer of Hebrews, he and chapter 12 talks about how we are to run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Well, Nathaniel, I thought you said we're walking. Well, there's this great old story about a tortoise and a hare. And who wins that race every time? Oh, people like flashy, people like sexy, But what wins every time? Slow and steady wins the race. We have a God who walks alongside us. Always. We read about him walking in Luke chapter 24. And you know what? I'm going to just have you remain seated this morning. Because as we go along, I'm going to provide some commentary. And if you were standing, that would just mean you'd be standing longer. So let me just read to you. And I'm going to read to you a lot this morning. So just relax, listen, or follow along on on the screen or in your Bibles. Luke, chapter 24, starting with verse 13. Now that same day, this is Resurrection Sunday, 
that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. You know, back then, they didn't have Chevys or Fords or Buicks. They walked. Every now and then, some would have a horse or a camel, but for the most part, they walked. So it was not uncommon for them to see other people along the road while they were walking. And here comes this guy, Jesus, who walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. And verse 17 tells us that he asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, are you only a visitor to Jerusalem And do not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? He asked. About Jesus of Nazareth. Nazareth. Can anything good come from there? Remember John chapter 1, Nathaniel asked that? Can I give you a little Church of the Nazarene history? Our denomination is the Church of the Nazarene because Jesus was from Nazareth. And Nathaniel said, Nazareth. Can anything good come from there? One of the reasons our founders came up with the name Church of the Nazarene is we're Nazarenes. Can anything good come from us? I like that history. I like the humility in that history. What things, Jesus asked, about Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed, before God and all the people. Notice they didn't call him the Son of God or Messiah or anything there. They recognized him as a great man of God. But nothing more than that just yet. Verse 20, the chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all of this took place. What is more about that? Two things. Jewish culture believed that after the third day, the spirit left the body. So after the third day, there seems to be no hope. Or perhaps they remembered Jesus' words. We read them in Luke chapter 9 about how the Son of Man must be put to death. 
but on the third day be raised again. What is more, it is the third day since all this took place. Verse 22. In addition, some of the women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women have said, but him they did not see. This they said to Jesus, not realizing they were seeing him. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken. See, it's good to be slow, but not too slow. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with the, with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began giving it to his disciples. Well, I'm used to doing communion. That's the same thing he did then. But he gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, it is true. The Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for never leaving us, never forsaking us, for always being with us, even to the end of the age. Thank you for being a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And what better companion than you? And I pray that you continue to bless this time in your word. Lord, may only your word be preached and may I have clarity of thought and speech to do so. And we, we want to see you here, Lord, and we want to hear you and Holy Spirit Do your work in us. And I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Walk and talk. We do that at a very early age, don't we? 
walk and talk. That's really the two points I have in the message this morning. Walk and talk with Jesus about what's happening. That's what these two did in verses 17 to 24. They were talking about what was happening in their life. And I'm guessing in the conversation there must have been some emotion. We know they were sad because it records that their faces were downcast. And what did they do? They walked and they talked with Jesus about everything that was going on. You and I can do the same. And guess what? Even those things we don't want to talk to Jesus about because we don't want Jesus to know about, He already knows. And whatever it is you might be ashamed to talk to Him about, He already knows and He loves you anyway. He is so crazy about you is why he died for you. So that you could walk in relationship with him. Walk and talk to him. And it's good to have people to talk to, isn't it? We keep it all bottled up inside and it festers. Jesus wants to just walk with us and tell him about it. So maybe you could even walk with him on a walk. Garrett went on a walk this morning. He went hiking and he got a tick he saw before it bit him, though. Days like today are good days for walks. Good days to talk. To him. And this is one of those days where it's going to be warm no matter how much the wind blows. <laughs> and when you're ta- walking and talking with Jesus about what's happening in your life and what's on your heart and your mind, the things that make you happy, the things that make you sad, the things that make you angry, it's okay to be angry. Just then your anger don't sin. <laughs> While you're talking with Jesus about those things, You can talk with him about his word, too. I'm not saying you take your Bible with you on your walk. But if there's something you read and you have questions about it, talk with it while you're walking. And when you're doing your devotions or your Bible reading, it's a part of your walk being in his word. Talk with him about it. Something happens when we enter into his word and prayer. We hear his voice more clearly. His word speaks to us in a way that when we're not tuned in, it won't. So don't see it as something as, oh, I'm going to beat myself up because I didn't do my devotions this morning. It's not something to check off your list. It's something to to do to spend time with Him. To walk and talk. And you know, when we walk and talk and spend time with Him in His Word, we know more about Him. Do you notice how 
he used the scriptures to talk about himself. He went back to Moses and the prophets and revealed he really was the Messiah. Now, my guess is there's a a chance you know people. Do you know people in your life, other people besides family? Okay, do you know family? (laughs) May I share with you scriptures that Jesus may have shared with these guys while they were walking? Maybe you need to know where it is for proof that he is the Messiah. Maybe the Lord will use this scripture when you share the good news about Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Verses 15 to 19. The Lord your God, this is Moses Talking to the Israelites, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own brothers. You must listen to him. For this is what you asked of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, Let us not hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see this great fire anymore, or we will die. The Lord said to me, What they say is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers. I will put his, my words in his mouth, and he will tell them everything I command. How about David? you know David was a prophet? Listen to Psalm. Psalm number 16. And if you want to write these down too, might be a handy tool for you to have. Psalm 16, verse 8. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. Because you will not abandon me to the grave. Nor will you let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the path of life. He knows the path. I think we can walk with him on it. You fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Isaiah 53. Verses 4 to 12. More proof of Jesus, the Messiah. Surely he took our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. By his wounds, We are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted. Yet his mouth did not open. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. As a sheep 
before her shears is silent. So he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and prolong his days, and the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life. We celebrated that day last week. And be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sins of many and made intercession for the transgressors. I know, Nathaniel, you're doing a lot of reading. But are you getting the point? There's evidence. And you can use it. One more. Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 5 and 6. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up to David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord, our Righteousness. After Jesus went through those scriptures from Moses and the prophets and then sat down at the table at their invitation, broke the bread, gave thanks, and gave it to them, he disappeared. And what did they say? Were not our hearts Burning. We need hearts that burn. How are our hearts going to burn when we walk and talk with Jesus? Have him speak to us through his word. So go slow. We don't have to be the rabbits in the race. We can walk with our Lord. Walk and talk with Him. Paul is going to come as I pray. After prayer, we'll sing the doxology. And then I have a benediction for you. Lord, we do thank You. Thank You. For saving us, Jesus. Thank you for dying on a cross. For the sin of the world. For whosoever would believe in you. And help us in our relationship with you. Lord, may we take time 
to walk and talk with you, to share with you our hearts, to open our ears to what you would have to say, and Lord, to be in your word. We love you. We can't live this life without you. And we'll keep on praising you. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Would you please stand? Some people might be thinking, Nathaniel, why do we sing this? We don't pass the plates anymore. We don't. We don't want to pass germs because there's other things besides COVID going around now too. We continue to worship with our tithes and offerings because that's very important for our walk with God. There's a box in the back if you were wondering. You can just drop your offering and your tithes in there. Let's sing the doxology then we'll have a benediction. go and follow God's example as dearly loved children and walk in the way of his love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. You're dismissed. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene, on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.